0: Good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are, welcome to the Sage Sayers. I'm Debbie gardiner McCullough, DG McCuller. I'm a narrative coach and a communications coach from New Zealand, based in the fine state of Wisconsin. The Sage Sayers podcast looks each week at communications tips and strategies, and we interview interesting individuals from all around the world who found the gift, the opportunity, and the knowledge from trying situations. In this week's podcast, I'm offering a storytelling framework and even demonstrating this framework through telling a story of my own. Why ought we consider even employing a framework for storytelling? Well first, let's perhaps consider why storytelling appeals. I would say storytelling's always appealed, but I'm hearing a resounding uptick in requests for how to tell a story well, in ways that hook and retain especially weary audiences in helpful ways. Why? Because stories might save us time, and because we know as an audience and as a communicator that data helps push out information to our audience, whereas storytelling helps pull them in the late cognitive psychologist Jerome Bruner found that we're 22 times more likely to remember a fact when the communicator incorporates a story. Story helps humanize our message. And while data satisfies our left side of our brain, story satisfies the right brain. And that's what the research say. So I wondered if it would help before I even offer The framework that I'm about to share here is to offer some best practices. I've gathered a few over time as a journalist, as a professor, and even as a coach sometimes coaches have to tell stories too. We want to build rapport and we want to connect with our audience, but we also want to show versus tell that we, like everyone, have problems and this step can ground us to our audience. And when we step back, that's what we're all trying to do when we're communicating through story. Ground ourselves to our audience and hopefully offer them something new something to ponder on and apply to their own work and their own life. So here are some best practices. Best practice number one, ensure your story is authentic and has legs. So as you're wondering what story to tell, think of a real life-changing moment, a crossroads, some time in your life when your path and perhaps even your purpose felt clearer. You want to ignore... The idea that others might judge you, because ultimately we have no control how our audience responds to anything, let alone our story, but know that while some may judge, most will not. And you want to stay open, frank, and vulnerable. Stories help you become that presenter. I would add to the best practice the idea that ensure that the language stays bold, accessible, and open as the idea itself. And another best practice might be this idea of keeping that language clear and understandable. A couple of cross check questions you may ask yourself as you're scrutinizing your story before sharing it with a broader audience might be these three questions Do I employ plain versus complicated language? Do I sound conversational? And do I remove all jargon and formal language? The reason why you want to hopefully answer yes to all three questions is if we sound stuffy, we also sound off-putting. If we use jargon, we start to sound like a marketing brochure. So remember, keep things plain, keep things accessible, relatable, and trust, less becomes more third best practice is to use a framework to help you ramble less. Often what challenges us the most as storytellers is trying to stay aligned with the topic we cover and it's kind of spooky right being in the in front of all those people looking at us or even on a zoom call sharing a story one bad gesture that we misinterpret could completely throw us off. But here's what really helps us stay on point and keep concise as well, a framework. This is a framework I offer both in my Medium article this week and I'm offering you today in my podcast with the goal of helping us stay on point, remain effective, but also add something more compelling at the end. I've adopted this framework courtesy of Dr. Heidi Schultz a colleague and friend at the Kenan Flagler Business School, an expert on storytelling. And here's the idea. It's really just five points, starting with an overarching business point. Now this can be one to two lines, so just keep it short, like a book title. So framework piece number one, an overarching business point, just a sentence. The next piece a beginning outlining a situation. Here's where the story starts. Next section of your story is the challenge. Now, this is the middle of the story, and here is what rocks the status quo. Third portion of the story, fourth, I mean, the results. What emerged from the challenge? How did you pull through? And then the fifth, fifth portion is a so what statement, tying the story together and moving you to the larger audience and community. So from you, you're moving away from you, the micro, to the larger community, the macro. And again, keep that as just one to two sentences for optimum impact. One way to think of these five elements of your structure is consider the overarching business point, that title, like the book title, and then the so what statement at the end as your book ends. The remaining three portions are just the beginning, the middle, and the end. Easy, right? Now, you may think it's a little controlling or stuffy or bossy to use a framework, but I have seen presenters use this framework and with incredible results. Frameworks help us self-edit, stay on point, And that so what statement at the end can lift your story to the next level. To help tie all of this offering home to you, I'm offering my own story. Here we go. Here's my business point. Harsh critiques can bring clarity, even action. My situation. I learned this lesson as a finalist for an assistant role for a Fortune 500 CEO. While dissecting my CV from a San Francisco high-rise, my interviewer challenged me on the narrative within. "'I notice,' she said, "'you've held support roles in Singapore, Tokyo, and the US, but the only thing you've done for more than a year is right.' She removed her glasses to await my response, but what response ought I offer?' the challenge. This astute recruiter was right. Beyond crafting beautiful letters and reports for CEOs, I did not enjoy admin work. I could have spun things, but the directness and honesty inspired something else. Here's what I said. You're right. I've job hopped because I love to write for executives, but not assist them with their schedules, their files or travels. You've reminded me I must pursue this passion in more direct, impactful ways. The result. On the Muni ride back to Haight Street, I read for the first time a billboard I would passed every day for years. San Francisco Community College. Night classes, $79, the sign read. The journalism classes I signed up for that night won me an award, an internship with Wired News and entry into UC Berkeley's Graduate School of Journalism. I polished my application essay every night for a year. To cover my rent, I tended bar at an art gallery where dot-com workers fed me story tips, helping me and my editors look good. 25 years later, I still write. I've written for publications with millions of global readers. I've taught effective writing and speaking at colleges all over. Now I coach leaders to communicate in calm, bold ways which honor them best. Working at something I love versus endure brought me happiness, prosperity, and now even my American dream, the so what. So I encourage you, avoid settling, dream big, and know, a startling noticing from a stranger might become your biggest gift. In Wisconsin, I'm DG McCullough, and you've been listening to The Sage Sayers. I hope you enjoyed my story, and these insights, tips, and best practices on how to tell a compelling story with a broader impact for the community that you love. Thanks for listening, and if you'd like to know more about my coaching or training services, check my show notes for the Calendly link, or you can look for me on LinkedIn under DG McCullough, or visit my website, hangingrockcoaching.com. Bye for now.